Star Wars 7x7 episode 292. Today we interview Trisha Barr of Fangirls Going Rogue and any number of awesome geek girl outlets. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, Alan Voivod here with you for Star Wars 7x7. We are kicking off with a fun fact brought to you by the birthday fairy who was a little late this week. (laughs) Star Wars Celebration was kind of crazy and uh, distracted the birthday fairy, I think. We gave belated wishes to Clive Rebel earlier in the week, and now it is Hayden Christensen's turn. Yes, indeed, Hayden Christensen had a birthday. He is now, well, let me do the math. Uh, 35 years old. No, 34 years old, excuse me. <laughs> 34 years old. Happy birthday, Hayden Christensen. Our Darth Vader and uh, our new Force Ghost I actually saw at Star Wars Celebration a guy in a Ghostbusters cosplay outfit, and he had a sign stuck in his backpack. It was a picture of the Hayden Christensen Force Ghost from Return of the Jedi with a big red circle and a slash through it. I guess that's one ghost that he's afraid of. But either way, happy birthday, Hayden Christensen. Thank you for your portrayal. And here's to many more birthday wishes for you, too. All right, let's see what's going on in life on Tweetoween. I don't like sand. Speaking of Hayden Christensen. <laughs> all right, this one comes from, all right, try to pronounce this one, Nobrin, G-N-O-B-R-I-N, on Twitter. And it's a uh, photo of the giant group shot of the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. Great showing, Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club is the tweet from Nobrin. And, yeah, what an amazing picture this is. Like, just A, on volume, and B, on color, and C, on variety. Like, just really spectacular. We've got it at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. you got to check that out. All right, let's see what we have in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's force feature. Lucky, lucky, Senator. All right, this is possibly one of the most absurd t-shirts I've seen. All right, you know how with uh, boxing matches or wrestling matches, they do fight cards and whatnot. So this is a, uh, a fight card t-shirt for a battle of the beasts. And on one side, you've got Chewbacca the Wonder Wookiee. Yes, it says Chewbacca the Wonder Wookiee. And on the other side, you have Jabba the Hammer Hut. Yes, you heard it right. (laughs) Personally, I think this is a completely one-sided match. I think Chewbacca would pummel Jabba the Hutt in a New York minute. But I'd love to hear your opinion on the subject. Who do you think would win in a fight between Chewie and Jabba the Hutt? Let me know in the blog post comments for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Chewbacca the Wonder Wookiee. Good grief. (laughs) I don't know who came up with that, but that's wild. All right. All right, with that, we're going to dive into our Force feature. So this week, we're continuing with interviews that we conducted at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. So many incredible people, so many incredibly nice people who volunteered their time in between panels and not just doing the stuff on various stages, but also wanting to indulge their own geekness and go to different panels and attend as fans of Star Wars. Lots of folks were kind enough to stop for a moment and talk with us. And one of them was Trisha Barr. So you may know her from Fangirl Blog or the podcast Fangirls Going Rogue. She writes for StarWars.com. She's also written numerous articles for Star Wars Insider. She's part of Geek Girl Con. Uh, she writes for Del Rey's Suvudu Science Fiction Blog. 
any number of different Star Wars geek outlets. You've probably heard of her. It's Trisha Barr. And we put the why Star Wars question to her at Celebration, and here is what she had to say. Star Wars, I was, uh, let's see, eight when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I went to see it, and it blew my mind. It uh, captivated my imagination. You could go on adventures. It had this awesome character, Princess Leia, who didn't seem to hold back or uh, do what normal uh, female characters were doing at that time in the movie. And um, so it just sort of took hold of my heart. And I had a good friend. Unlike a lot of people, I had a friend that I knew, and she and I were both Star Wars fans. And we chased spoilers back in the you know Return of the Jedi coming out day. Oh, wow. Yeah, when yeah. we actually were doing that. People think that's a new thing, but we were doing that. And then, you know, it, I, re- I was reading the books. I loved the books in between. And then, obviously, here we come with the prequel trilogies and... You know, I just fell into it harder. So, yeah, that's why Star Wars. <laughs> did it uh, did it uh, stay dormant for you, like, as you got older until, you know, the point at which you started, you know, all of your Star Wars ventures? Or was it just, was it always, like, at the top of your I mind? have always been a fan, and I was always reading the books. But, you know, you're in college, you know, I was getting, trying to get two majors, trying to get, trying to get into vet school and do all that different stuff. So there were times when you just didn't have as much energy, but, um, yeah, ending up putting all, a lot of energy into it and being really passionate. That really took off, um, you know, during during the movies of, you know, I was older, I wrote a lot of fanfic, and I, you know, was in those communities. I like to have discussion board uh, discussions, and you didn't, weren't able to have those type of discussions because you didn't necessarily, couldn't meet people, so the internet helped it, right. helped it, and then obviously conventions make it even better because then you can meet people and now I have friends and you know I feel like they're have a family and there you have it thank you so much for the interview Trisha hey rebel rousers did you know the average American eats 600 calories of snack food a day we love to snack whether it's just for a treat or we're too busy to cook or we're just plain hungry right now the nice people at NatureBox have a plan to make us all smarter snackers with tasty, nutritionist-approved snack boxes sent right to your home or office. Go to sw7x7.com slash naturebox to sample their snack selections and use code SPECIAL25 to take $5 off your first order. All right, it's trivia time. Dangerous and disturbing this puzzle is. Last time we asked you what color are the hyperdrive levers on the Millennium Falcon, and they are silver. Today's question, what do people pass over their heads at the end of Return of the Jedi Special Edition? Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to sw7x7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!